Welcome back to the Caps On Podcast. My name is Tyler Blumenstick, joined by Nick Tobias, Anthony Mano, and Sam Meehan. We're bringing you pretty much everything betting-specific for the NFL lines for each week from here on out, kind of like something we did last year. Um, it's going to be a lot more betting-specific this year. Um, yeah, going to run through every single game. Uh, betting lines, we're going to have picks, we're going to have locks of the week. Uh, so let's just dive right into it. How are you guys doing? Nose diving into it, baby. Love the lines this week. Feeling good. I like the football that we saw this week. So I think uh, I think these guys get it back together, and uh, we're looking at some good games this week. Football also, baby. also went twelve and four on spread bets this week. So I'm oh. phenomenal. Yeah, I guess we should preface this with um, if you haven't already, check out CapsOnSports.com. We're going to be having uh, picks on every single sport, pretty much every day. Um, People are just post sporadically. They're going to go up. You see the picks. We're not posting as a company, I guess, anymore. It's all going to be individual. Uh, so keep an eye out there. Keep an eye on the Twitter. You can follow us at Caps on Sports um, on Instagram, Caps on Dot Sports. Um, but anyways, let's get right into the games this week. We're going to kick off with uh, the Thursday night game, which is going to be tonight. Um, we got the Bengals visiting the Browns. The spread is set at Browns minus six. The total set at 43. Guys, initial thoughts. What are Thursday night, what do we got? Oh, listen, the Browns are bad. Um, they looked really bad week one, and the Cincinnati Bengals looked really – they looked pretty good against a very good uh, Los Angeles Chargers defense. I was very surprised, um, you know, what Joe Burrow showed, what that offense showed, and even the defense. You, you know, Los Angeles doesn't have a great uh, – you know, the Chargers don't have a great offense, losing Phil Rivers. Um, you know, Joe Burrow came down to the wire that in, in that game, and I think – the, uh, the Bengals should have won that game. Um, I like the Bengals plus six here. Uh, you know, the Bengals have lost 13 straight on the road, but they're eight and five against the spread in those games. Um, so I, I feel comfortable taking the Bengals here. I think the Browns are going to end up screwing me here. Uh, I probably wouldn't take the spread. I feel more comfortable uh, maybe taking the under. I think both of these teams have trouble on offense and nothing really gets going. Um, so I, I like Bengals plus six, and I like under 43. All right, Mano, what do you got? Or Sam, whoever wants to go. Sam, you can take it. I mean, I am in love with the Bengals here. Like, they, they impressed me a lot this Sunday. Uh, as you said, like, that's a good Chargers defense they got. I mean, I know they're missing Derwin James, but they still got plenty of other pieces around. Burrow looks solid. Defense looks solid, too. And – that Brown secondary is a disaster. I mean, I know it's, it's obviously Lamar Jackson, like he's, you know, MVP right there, but Joe, but Joe Burrow looking the way he did um, and Cleveland, they look lost offensively. They have no, no one in secondary. So I like Cincy plus six here and I don't hate that money line as well. Might sprinkle a lot of money on that too. Sprinkle. Sprinkle, sprinkle, maybe like said, a couple bucks there. Sprinkle some line. lunch money. Yes. Is that what you? Okay. All yeah, right. Sprinkle some lunch money on All the right. uh, Cincy money line right there. I've I've never heard that before. That's new. Hear it a lot. That's new to me. Um, I'm gonna go contrarian here. I'm gonna take Cleveland minus six. Um, I liked what I saw from Joe Burrow in Week One, right? I also liked. I I didn't like what I saw in Cleveland's offense. This is a new coach, new system. I'm thinking week two, kind of a bounce back scenario. If those guys are still bought in, they're going to try to prove what didn't go right in week one is going to go right 
in week two against Cincinnati. I'm taking Cleveland minus six. Um, I'm going to join Sam and Nick on this one. I'm going to go with uh, Cincinnati plus six. Um, we're not going to have Love a deadlock that. split on this one. But, uh-huh. yeah, look, I really like the way Joe Burrow looked last week. I thought he looked like he wasn't fearless or he wasn't fearful to play against an NFL defense. He was ready to go. Uh, he scrambled for a touchdown, which was pretty cool to see. Sam's rocking the Joe Burrow LSU jersey over there. Um, yeah, the, I mean, I feel like this could kind of go either way. Like, I don't hate – the Browns minus six pick. I think it's going to be a close game regardless, but I mean, when it's a close game and you're talking a talented team and a talented young rookie quarterback against a bad, bad defense, I think he's going to look to throw the ball a little bit more. And I think uh, he'll be able to be successful against the Browns this week. Uh, Just a quick, before before we keep going, man, you have seen uh, Baker Mayfield play uh, offense before, right? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not the biggest, I'm not the biggest Baker Mayfield guy. I didn't like him coming in the draft. Really. I thought, you know, there were some, some different things that he did at Oklahoma that were really good that probably wouldn't fly in the NFL. Um, and year one kind of disproved that last year kind of got, you know, back to what we were seeing. Now this year he's kind of struggling a little bit more, but it's only through week one. It's only, it's against a really good off uh, defense. So I think. Yeah, I just want to make, I just want to make one more comment. Is, uh-huh. it, is it a coincidence that OBJ is playing for the Browns? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is coincidental. You're, you're not, t- you're telling me Dave Gettleman, Right, didn't research what Hotel Beckham likes and what he doesn't like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave Gettleman sitting in his basement saying quarterback and then shipping that dude out to, yeah, that dude out to, to the Browns. All uh, right, go ahead, sick. I, that's all I got. Um, all right, I just want to quick touch on the format, how we're going to run through this. So, every week for picks, we are the four of us are going to have a Thursday night game pick, we're going to have a Sunday night game pick, we're going to have a Monday night football pick. And then we're also going to add in two more, rounding out five for every single person. Um, so we're naturally going to talk a little bit more about the big primetime games of the week. Um, and then when people have picks, so we're going to just jump in, interject, and kind of give the reasoning as to why. Um, so I guess moving on, we're going to go to Sunday at 1 p.m. We have the Rams visiting the Eagles. Um, the game is set as a pick right now. The total set at 45 and a half. Um, on this game, I lost it real quick. But You're talking about Sunday night? No, Sunday at 1 o'clock. We're going to start with the Rams and the uh, the Eagles. Uh, the Rams 1-0, Philly 0-1. The Rams um, ended up beating the Cowboys. There was that controversial call um, with the Michael Gallup pass interference. Terrible. Uh, with Jason, or Jalen Ramsey covering him. Uh, and Philly blew a 17-0 lead to the Washington football team. Um, anybody got a pick on this game? Any quick insight? No, I, I kind of want to stay away from this game. I think that both teams are pretty even matched. Um, the Phillies kind of screwed me last week. And I don't want to want them to screw me this week. So hands off from me. I hate this game. Uh, <laughs> but both teams, I feel like, can go, you know, especially last year, just different teams shows up every week. So yeah, I'm steer clear. Them. I'm keeping my hands off this game. Eagles actually, are the uh, – oh, sorry. Ahead. Okay, I was going to say the Eagles might be something to monitor if you're, uh, if you're looking at the injuries that that offensive line had. If those guys bounce back, then you might be able to steal um, – some plus money from the Eagles. I think that might be worth it, but otherwise I, I'm staying away. Um, I'm actually going to have a pick here on the Rams. I'm going to take the away team. I'm going to go Rams pick them. Um, I, okay. I hope the Eagles lose. I hope you're right. Yeah, I mean, it's just really What's a matter that? of kind of last week for me. Like, I, we don't really have a huge sample size. We don't have any preseason. All we know is last year kind of offseason moves and game one. And I saw a Philadelphia team look really, really strong against Washington. Um, ended up blowing that lead to a very 
subpar team. I mean, their defense absolutely racked it up and kind of kept them in that game and gave them a chance to come back. But I don't know. The Rams beat a more high-caliber team in the Cowboys. I'm really high on the Cowboys' offense, and the Rams um, held them to 17 points. Um, so I just think the Rams are all around more talented. I think they're going to be able to take this game. The Eagles are just kind of that hovering middle-of-the-pack average team for me. So that's going to be my second pick of the day. And then we're going to move on to the next Mon- or next Sunday game at 1 o'clock with the uh, Carolina Panthers visiting the Tampa Bay Bucks or the Tampa Bay Bucks, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the Bucks are minus nine on the spread, total set at 47 and a half. Uh, listen, the spread's too big for me. I think, I mean, I think Tampa Bay wins this game. Um, I mean, I wasn't going to make a pick on this. I don't want to bet the spread, but I think it's going to be a pretty offensively heavy game. Uh, Carolina's defense is pretty trash. We'll be playing catch up the whole time. Tampa Bay's going to be putting, putting points over. Uh, I'm going to keep this one short. I don't, I'm not going to consider this part of my picks because I don't really care too much about this game, but I like the Oak. Any I more agree with the over. Over? I can get yeah, back. Not, not, not one of my picks, but I like it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's definitely worth talking about. I mean, Bucks. The Panthers aren't anything uh, impressive. You know, they do have Christian McCaffrey, uh, Robbie Anderson, the speedster, DJ Moore. Their offense is decent. I, I think they can put points big. on the board. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just going to be a huge catch-up game for the yeah. Panthers the whole time. So, I, I, what's the over under? 47? 47 and a half. Yeah. Okay. Might as well. Let it rock. Not bad. All right, moving on. We got the Denver Broncos visiting the Pittsburgh Steelers. We got the Steelers at minus seven and a half on the spread. Uh, total set at 41 and a half. Uh, Steelers last week beat the Giants. Broncos ended up, uh, what, losing to the Titans, Yeah. Yes. Fight 16-14. Yep. Oh, uh, down to the end. I, I, want, I want Steven Gronkowski, I want him thrown into jail for what he did to me. If he made an extra point, I would have won that bet. I would have won a nice parlay, but he missed an extra point. They won by two instead of three. I am mad. I might send him I a gift you. basket. I the Broncos. <laughs> I really like the Broncos this year. I think they're a good team. Listen, the I'm, I've been team. huge on the Broncos – like, the Broncos have a great offense. I think their their defense is hurt a lot by not having Von Miller. Um, AJ Bouye is also supposed to be going on the IR, um, or at least close to it. So he's probably not playing. Um, I still like the under in this game. Uh, we didn't see too much offense from the Steelers, even though I think Big Ben does kind of come around. Um, I just think it's going to be kind of a defensive, uh, you know, matchmaking game, chess match between both head coaches. Uh, Fangio is kind of a really shitty coach, but. Who knows? For sure. Uh, moving on, next game, we have the Atlanta Falcons uh, visiting the Dallas Cowboys. The line set at Cowboys minus four and a half. Uh, total set at 52 and a half. Uh, and my initial thoughts on this, I think this game has the tendency to go under. I oh! Think the, I think it's going to go under because <laughs> I know the Falcons – It's call me crazy – Call me crazy. crazy. You're crazy. You feel crazy. It's, it's the crazy. highest total of the week by a point. The only other one is Ravens-Texans, which we'll get to later. You're but crazy. I could have saw last week's game going over. And the Cowboys always seem to play these super tight games. They always seem to make these mistakes. They have a high-powered offense. And their defense is not that bad. I mean, they just fortified their defensive line. And the Falcons are the Falcons. Like, they're, they've been the same team pretty much for the past couple of years. So, I mean – 
that's just me. I, I don't really have a lean on this game because I think the Falcons, like they have been on offense, can end up putting up points, kind of have a game similar to last week. But I could also see the Cowboys running away with this. So, I I think I mean this is a game of two high-powering offenses. Um, Dallas is known for their for being better at home than they are away. Um, you know, last week the Falcons put up over 500 total yards. Um, Dallas is missing Leighton Van Der Esch, a key piece in the middle of their defense. Um, I think it's just going to be going back and forth all game. I mean, I don't really like the spread on this because I think what is it for you said? I mean, I think it's I think it's going to end up coming down to a field goal um, or a last possession where maybe fa- the Falcons can ice the game up six or seven. Um, the over is high. I don't think I want to touch this game, but I do think it's going to be a shootout. It's important to note that this game opened at, at uh, Falcons plus seven. So it's all the way down. To, so it's back down to four and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if, if value is your thing, and if you're like Vegas has it set this way for a reason, I'm going to take four and a half. Um, On what? For Atlanta or? Oh, for, uh, for, for the, for the Falcons. Yeah. Yes. I lost my train of thought like midway through. I was looking at like four different things. Uh, yeah. Values your thing. This thing is, this, this line has come down from plus seven to plus four and a half. Mm-hmm. No pick on this from anybody. No, no official pick. I got nothing. I don't really feel comfortable with either side on this. I think, like Interesting. I said, but I don't mind the, I don't mind, uh, you know, a little bit of sprinkle on the Falcons. Falcons right here. A little yeah, I could get lunch money. A little bit of lunch money. A little bit of lunch money. A little bit of lunch money on this baby, you know. Moving on, we have the San Francisco 49ers visiting uh, MetLife Stadium playing the New York Jets. We have the Niners at minus seven on the spread. The total set at 42 and a half. This is gross. This game is going to be gross. Um, I hate it. I can't stand. I can't stand the thought of watching a Jet game. And the Niners did not look great last week. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, the Cardinals are a good team, but I, I don't think the Niners look like they should be looking at this point. I mean, they have all their receiving core out for the most part. Debo Samuel didn't play week one. Um, they just look very I'm shaky. Gonna, I'm going to bomb this game is gross. I think I want to take the Jets here. Uh, that, that's even more gross than the game itself. I think that's a really bad option. I need to all right, talk, talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah, walk me convinced. through this, please. I can okay, be convinced. So, listen. The Niners looked awful last it, week, okay? And now you're getting a George Kittle at maybe 75 80%. He's not going to – I think, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Shanahan went on the record saying, I don't think that Kittle might not practice all week, but he's probably going to play anyway that he doesn't need to practice, which, okay, I get. Um, they just signed. That's disrespectful. That's just a disrespectful quote. Kittle doesn't need to practice to play the Jets. He doesn't. I mean, listen, let's be let's be fair. That's the, Jets, the Jets look horrific. But I could so just be, I could just see this as a very sneaky game. Um, okay. You're talking about the Niners on the road after a real tough, tough, tough loss. Um, Garoppolo, Garoppolo looked like garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, personally, I would take the under. I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. Not The offenses can't get anything done on top of the Jets not having Le'Veon Bell. Uh, but a touchdown? I mean, 
I don't listen know. here. I, I, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw some numbers at your case here. I believe the Jets were a top ten defense last year against the run, right? Obviously, it's what the Niners want to do. So if you take last year's metrics into account, because like Stick, you said earlier, we don't have much of a sample. We saw. Uh, what they did last week, but uh, a lot of carryover from that Jets defense. Uh, really good at stopping the run. I, I could, I could Big see. Big stoppers missing there, though. Do it, Anthony. Do it. I'm not going to take it, but I can, I, I can, I can, no, I can listen, hear it. Can I can hear the, you can I can hear the argument. I can, I can hear the argument. Okay, okay. Then that's it. I just I'm think done. it's important to note it. that I'm now Le'Veon Bell, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell's on the IL, IR, whatever you want to call it. IR, irrelevant. It doesn't matter though. They're starting. They're starting. Gonna be... They're starting Frank Gore. It's called a revenge game. It's not a revenge, a revenge game. football game for an ancient it's, it's artifact. It's absolutely asinine to even take a touchdown with the Jets. I'm sorry. A Frank Gore revenge game might as well just be like Return of the Mummy at this point. All right. We're harping on a really the crappy game. Wins. The Mummy almost wins at the end of that movie. Okay. If I've never Cage... seen the movie, so I. Oh, if, spoiler alert. Was it Nick Cage? Being the, the superhuman that he is. I the, thought it was The Rock. No, the huh? mom was Brendan Fraser. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know then. All right, we're all over the board. <laughs> Next pick, quick. Next. Next yeah, let's keep it going. Buffalo Bills visiting the Miami Dolphins. The Bills are minus five and a half on the spread. The total set at 41. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is a little bit better game than the other one, but it's not necessarily a good game by any stretch of the imagination. So, thoughts? What do we got? Dolphins. You think so? You're crazy. You're you're really reaching today. Kind of like the Bills. Listen, I don't feel comfortable gambling this game, but I think there's value on the Dolphins. That's that's it. That's it. That's all I'm saying. They're you're, out of your mind. you're out of your damn mind. Listen, I think this could be a Jacksonville Colts game from last week where Jacksonville really outplayed and out had, you know, had more energy than the Colts did the whole time. Um, listen, Fitzpatrick is an absolute anomaly of a human being. Uh, they love playing for Brian Flores in Miami. Uh, their defense is pretty good than what it used to be. Listen, a little, sprinkle a little Fitzmagic in there. I see some value in Miami. I mean, we know the Bills are going to play it low. This the under might be a move here. Yes, two teams. I love the under. Yes, I agree. But forty-one. Forty-one. Low. That's low. Yeah, it yeah. is low. I could, I could see like a, I could see a thirteen ten game like even. Yeah. I, I don't see this Buffalo, The under is six and two in Buffalo's last eight games. So uh, I doubt any of them reached above like forty-four. So it really isn't much of a stretch. I don't see this Bulls team like kicking the doors off the Dolphins, so I th- I think plus six is a good is a good bet here. It just scares yeah, me a little bit. Gosh, I don't know. Yeah, it is when you, when you look at Miami last week, they scored eleven points on a New England defense that is missing half of their actual starters. Oh come on! That, this Bills defense is a lot more legit than that Patriots defense is right now, and I don't know how many points you think Miami is going to score <laughs> against them, but. It's not going to be within five and a half points. I'll tell you. Twenty-three that. points. You're crazy. Good time, week three. Wow. All right, moving on. We have the Minnesota Vikings and the Indianapolis Colts. It's in Indianapolis. The Colts are minus three on the spread. Oh man. Total I, set I, at forty-eight and a half. If you are not betting the Minnesota Vikings in this game, I think you Bang. are you are done. They're one of my picks. They're one of my picks. 
I think this is I think this is easy money. Um, the Colts defense just let Gardner Minshew. I mean, listen, man. I know Minshew's your background. And <laughs> Minshew's the boy. I'm not. I'm not arguing Minshew's the boy. But like, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. You see their defense. They traded their whole defense away for pretty much a piece of like tinfoil. So I like Minnesota here. Money line spread. Yeah. I'm with you there. Do we all have Minnesota plus three? We all have Minnesota plus yeah. three. Minnesota plus I want three Minnesota and money, money line. line. I don't want this. Yeah, I'll I stay, give me money line. I, I'm with you on that, but too. Also, I just thought we were sticking with spread. So, but, you yeah, know, it seems like there's a consensus pick that this line is very off, which is there's a little bit of cause for concern here because when you that's, really are, I think Vegas might know something. When you're fully against and, Vegas as a squad, it's never a good sign. Yeah. It could <laughs> be a good sign, so I don't know. We're, we're, we're three, we are four young adults here. I think we can outsmart Vegas. <laughs> yeah, you think. You think. Until Philip Rivers has a career game next week. Um, I, moving no. on. All right. Uh, we've got the Detroit Lions visiting Lambeau Field playing the Green Bay Packers. The Packers minus six on the money line, uh, 49 and a half on the total. Uh, I think the Packers are going to do something very similar to what they did last week. I don't like this Lions team. I really don't. I don't think they're very easy to root for at all. Their defense is atrocious. Um, but what if I told even, you? What, what if I told you that the Lions have covered the past six meetings against Green Bay? Against Green Bay, they lost the last one by one and the one before by three. I I, I don't care. I don't I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't change I, I think much. the Packers Aaron Rodgers is on a mission for whatever reason. He's just not happy that Jordan Love is on his ass depending on there, how close you want it. Here's your but, reason. Yeah, I mean, look. Uh, the Lions just aren't good. Like, they're just not good. It's not going to be my pick, but I just Aaron Rodgers balled out last week. Yeah, the there's no good reason to put anything on the on the line. And right that was against a good Vikings defense. A better Vikings defense than what the Lions can produce every Sunday, right? Detroit plus six. So I think yeah, uh, I think if I were to take something here, minus six would probably be minus six is is, is going to be the move. Nick, is that an official pick plus six? Yes. Oh my, that's bold. Okay, Sam, you got anything? <laughs> um, no official picks, but I I like the over. Well, they got forty nine and a half. Yep. You know, let's, if let's, Green Bay put up 43 against a, a solid Minnesota defense, you know, not, not like a stellar defense, but, you know, Detroit can't stop a nosebleed. So, my, my, um, thing is, my thing is you have two gunslingers on both sides of the football, and Detroit's supposed to be getting Kenny Galladay back this week. So, you give them, you give Stafford Kenny Galladay, uh, you give him Marvin Jones Jr., you give him Hawkinson. Apparently, Adrian Peterson is, like, still good at football. Yeah, their defense is, is destroyed, but, like, I don't know what that match. means. What's that? It means division matchup, baby. It means Lambeau Field. It means they cover the last eight game, uh, the last six games. Give me Minnesota. Uh, give me Detroit, not Minnesota. Well, I want Minnesota, too, but give me Detroit. All right. So, there's that. Um, we got two more 1 o'clock games. We got the Giants visiting Chicago, playing the Bears. Bears minus five and a half. Nick is in distress. The total is set at 42. <laughs> What's on your mind? Let's hear it, Nick. Come on. Listen, I, I can't talk about the Giants because it's every time I decide to bet on any of my teams, whether it's 
the New York Giants, the New York Mets, or the Boston Celtics, they lose. So I'm not talking about this game because I'm just bad luck. I'm kind of the same way with Nick, but I oh I love that plus five and a half though. Oh man, oh my god, I love it so much. I love it so much. It's, I don't want to make it an official pick because I might be a little biased, but I I didn't hate the way the Giants looked on Monday night. My whole problem is the Bears look bad. For three quarters. For three quarters. For three now, quarters. Now, if the Giants can get Saquon to rush for more than six yards, they'll be okay. That's ambitious. But apparently that's a problem in New York. <laughs> what drives me nuts about this, and I don't want to harp on it too much, is the fact that they can't find a way. Like, you saw Tiki Barber complaining about it the other day, or it might have even been yesterday. I don't know. But said that he can't pass block. Why is that even a problem? Like, yeah, I've, it's extremely important for him to know how to pass block. Well, it's a problem because how are you going to have him in? Uh, I've never seen him run a check and release out and swing out and get into space. Like, you need to use this guy and give him room to make he plays. He also needs to be there as a decoy. You know, you, you have to Fine. be able to leave him for all three, uh, all three downs. You have to be able to, to play action and know he's going to pick up a blitz. Um, you know, there was a couple plays on Monday where I watched he literally Bud Dupree – went just right past him and he didn't even touch him. Yeah. And then Daniel Jones gets popped. Um, it's it's important for, for for the running backs to pick up a blitz, whether he takes the hit or whether he just chops at the knees. Um, you know, not only is it imperative imperative to the offense, but it also makes Daniel Jones feel better as a quarterback that he knows his running backs to go out there and try to protect. Um, Tiki Barber does have a point there. Uh, Saquon does need to step that up, and I think he also needs to get better by running the ball straight instead of right and left. But – that's it. I'm with you. Any picks? No. Nope. All right. Uh, moving on, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee minus nine Oof. on the spread, 42 and a half. Mano has Gardner Minshew in the background, so kick it off. I, uh, I, don't, I don't love this game at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's tough because look I'm looking at it like this, at Tennessee minus eleven. I'm looking at it like this, right? I liked what I saw from the Jaguars last week, right? But that was one game, and they kind of stunk the first half of the game. But I'm looking at the Titans, and the Titans really didn't impress me either. But I know what the Titans team could be. So I'm staying away from this. I'm staying Far away from, away too, from but- it. I'm I'm all for Minshew Mania here, but I'm staying away from the football game. For sure. Sam, you too, staying away? Oh yeah. My only note in this game is that I hate it. And I, <laughs> I can't touch it. It's a great note. A great all note. Right. Um next, we were starting with the four o'clock games on Sunday afternoon. We have um, the Washington football team visiting the Arizona Cardinals. I still have to really get used to saying the Washington football team. It sounds really awkward and it's still <laughs> correct, which makes it absolutely crazy. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this already. Cardinals minus six and a half uh, total set at 47 and a half. Um, I just want to preface this. I really like the way the Cardinals looked. I mentioned it a little bit before. Um, I didn't really, I mean, I watched the Cardinal game. I didn't really watch much of the Washington game against Philly. Um, so I don't really know kind of why they came back, how they came back, other than the fact that they had like seven sacks from their defense. Um, if Chase Young looked 
He looked good, but I mean, you're going to have the perfect antidote to that this week with scrambling Kyler Murray. So exactly. Yeah. As and, fast and, as Chase Young is off the edge, I did, it's going to be really hard to contain the speed of Kyler Murray. I don't know if I really want to go this high with the spread, um, but this is interesting. It's an interesting game for sure. Listen, six and a half is tough for me. I don't feel comfortable if it reaches over a touchdown, um, but I do think the Cardinals win the football game, um, but I do think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. Uh I would take the under here because, what is it, 47 and a half? Yep. Yeah, I would probably take the under here. Um, but I feel comfortable about the Cardinals, you know, winning the football game. So, I mean, you want to throw them in there just for a money line parlay. I understand that. Um, but it's the Washington football team. It looks like they're going to be playing uh, spoiler all season. So, I, I don't know if I want to touch them. All right. Gee, I will. I'm having a give me Arizona's minus six. That's one of my picks for the week. Hey, let me yeah. hear. Yeah. Well, so I know the Washington defense looked pretty good, especially in that second half against Philly. But Philly, I'm again, I'm not convinced is going to be anything special. Like just the division is Dallas is to lose in my opinion, and Philly is kind of just I don't know, not not impressive. But that Arizona offense looks very dangerous. Like, I mean, what should be a good San Francisco defense was one of the best in the NFL last year. But I know Arizona will get Kendall Fuller back. I think the defense will let him hang around for most of the game, but I think come fourth quarter time, Kyler Murray's going to be able to get out of shit and um, they'll be able to pull away. I got, I guess, like my, my score prediction, I like the over. I got Arizona 31, Washington 20. Okay. That'll be like some late late court for late late fourth quarter cheese there for the over. Oh, a little late fourth quarter, little swiggly diggly. Yeah, a little like touchdown with minute thirty left to push the over and the spread. All right, love it. There you go. All right, next game, four twenty-five p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, Baltimore Ravens visiting the Houston Texans. The Ravens are minus seven on the spread. And uh, I don't want to hear anything else. I don't want to hear anything else. But I don't want to hear anything else. If you're not picking Ravens minus seven, then you are dumb. Is that one of your picks, Nick? It, it is now, but I think you're dumb if you don't take it. You're talking about arguably the best team in the league against a defense that isn't there, against an offense that can't find their footing. Um, if you're not taking Baltimore minus seven here, I don't really know what you're doing. All right. Anybody got an official pick? You've convinced me. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that, too. It's not one of my picks, but I could very well make it one. Yeah, I just think it's kind of a no-brainer. I mean, giving them, giving them a touchdown, I mean, yeah, they're on the road. But you're talking about no fans. Um, you're talking about Lamar Jackson in a dome um, off of a great week last week. Again, Houston kind of got rocked by Kansas City. Uh, Deshaun Watson doesn't have any help at all. Uh, you're looking, you know, the Baltimore defense has much better than the Chiefs defense. It's just, I think everything adds up. I think seven's an easy take right here. If it goes up to nine, I get a little nervous because I think that's a lot of points. Um, so I think I'm going to, after we hang up on this, I'm probably going to take it right after so it doesn't jump too higher. I don't blame you there. All right. Um, next one. Last afternoon game of the week, we have the Chiefs at the Los Angeles Chargers, the Chiefs are minus eight and a half on the spread, 47 and a half on the money or on the uh, total. This is a little high for me. I think the Chargers are a team that can keep things close. I know it's the Chiefs. It's, uh, I don't know. I'm still not down to take this line. I think that I don't know. It's weird for me. Anybody got anything on this? I don't want to 
elaborate on some jibber jabber, but hey, man, I'm I, making I'm making minus eight and a half one of my official picks. Kansas City please. minus Somebody eight and a half. Somebody needs to do that. Somebody needs to do that. Thank you. I this this offense has was phenomenal last year. Super Bowl winning offense. Mahomes looked great, right? In limited action last year. How did he look on Thursday night too? Can you tell me how how he looked? He looked phenomenal. Okay, thank he you. He looked great. He Thanks. looked like he looked like Pat. I, I don't want to say like vintage, but he looked like Pat Mahomes that we saw like in flashes last year, that like greatness, and then what we really saw in his rookie year. So, and how did the Chargers' offense look against the Bengals' defense? Dormant. They couldn't move. They couldn't I mean, move the ball. It felt like they were throwing a deep ball to Mike Williams every time. Drive just to try to get something going over the top because he had a little separation. Listen, I, I think that the Chargers put up maybe 14 points this game, and I could see the Chiefs putting up easily 35. And I think yeah, I think they kick, I think they kicked the doors off them. I, I don't think it's. I thank don't think it's that ma- close. Thank you for making it your pick. I needed somebody to do that for me. I got you. All right. Is that it? Only you, Mano. Eight and a half. Well, yeah. I don't hate the Chargers. Though. Oh. I don't either. I don't either. Like, see the. They did look. I know. Don't. I know. They looked amazing on Thursday. Don't get me wrong. But Thursday night game, coming off a of Super Bowl, they got fans in the stadium. The adrenaline's pumping. Of course, they're going to show up. I wouldn't be surprised. If they, it's kind of a bit of a letdown this week. I think they win the game, but there's no fans in LA anyway. So they're they're used to play, they're, they're like that. Cut. I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I think that, they that they were feeding matter. off. It's only I know it was only about fifteen thousand, <laughs> but they were I think they were feeding off of those fans. Eight and a half is a lot of points, I think. I, I, not one of my picks, but I don't know if I agree with you on the uh, – This game screams backdoor covered for me. Exactly. Me too. Like, thank God. I don't know. All right, moving on. We have – You're whack. I don't know where everybody's picks went. I feel like not everybody made five picks, but it's okay. We still have two more games left, and you have – I've made three, and I got picks on both of them. There you go. All right. Um, Sunday night – we got Patriots, Seahawks. It's in Seattle. Um, might not be in Seattle. There's air air quality issues. I don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, but Seahawks are minus four on the spread, 45 on the total. Um, I'll start it off. I'm going to go Seahawks minus four. Um, I'm a huge fan of the way Cam Newton played. I think that offense is not going to miss as many beats as people necessarily thought. Um even prior to the cam signing, now even after the cam signing, I feel like that offense is going to be okay because I don't want to say that Tom Brady's a system quarterback because as of right now, we got one game in Tampa Bay. We have every reason to believe that he is. Um, <laughs> but that system is good whether you want to deny it or not. Um, Bill Belichick is a great coach. Um, McDaniels is a great um, offensive coordinator. I don't think they're going to get it done here. Seattle is just too well-rounded of a team. Pete Carroll is also a great coach. Um, I just think that they have too much firepower for a Patriots defense that is going to struggle. So Seahawks minus four is what I'm going to roll with this week. I agree. Okay. I, I'll, I'll, I'll go next. Um, I mean, I like Seahawks minus four. I, you're looking at – but I, I, my pick on this game is the under. You're looking at two teams whose head coaches like to play chess matches. Um, you look Belichick isn't that, that New England, this New England team isn't expected to blow the doors off of anybody. They're expected to keep every game close. I mean, they only beat uh, Miami by 10 points last week. They didn't need to do anything else. And they, then, you know, they had to do, um, I think it's going to be a very run heavy kind of match between both of these teams. Last week, Seattle had, you know, a lot of success throwing the ball against Atlanta. 
I think they have a lot of success running the ball this week against New England. Um, so, I, I mean, I think it's going to be a battle on the, the ground from start to finish. I don't see either team kind of jumping out too far in this game. I think Seattle controls the ball and controls the game the whole time, but I think it's just a run attack both ways, so I'm thinking the under. All right. Who's next? Nano? Somebody go. Yeah, no, nothing here. Oh, it's yeah, a Sunday I, night game. I, you got to pick. I got oh, the I got Seahawks. Got I'll, I'll go then. I got the Seahawks minus four here. Again, like New England, their offense is not that impressive to me, really. You know, Cam looked pretty good, but at the end of the day, that defense is not going to stop that. Uh, Russell, Russell Wilson's on a mission. Actually, if I had to pick right now, my Super Bowl prediction would probably, for the NFC would probably be the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, you gave him, you gave him a little upgrade having Jamal Adams in that defense too? I mean, yeah, he, looked, I, he looked so Yeah, good. he was flying around, making plays everywhere. Yeah, Love the look of that team, but, yeah, maybe in the under two a little bit, but 100% my pick, uh, Seattle minus four. All right, man, a gun against your head. What do you got? Give me something, man. Come on. I've been lo- I'm looking at the numbers, and I got I to take Patriots plus three. All right. Yeah. I mean, gun to my head. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bet against Bill Belichick. Like that's that's in prime time too. I mean, yeah, it's that's gonna... that's kind of a rule of thumb across the the entire league. Is never bet against uh, Bill Belichick. I don't know. Although I'm gonna, I'm gonna like... call it now. I'm gonna call it now. I'm gonna take the Patriots plus three, right? But if the Seahawks win this game by whatever score, you're going to see more people crowning the Seahawks for a win over the Patriots than you have any other team right now as Super Bowl contenders. I can see that for sure. Monday night. Monday night. Monday night. Monday fun day. PM. We have the Saints visiting the Raiders in the new stadium. The um, Las Vegas Saints are minus five and a half. Uh, total set at 49. I'm going to react this way to this game. Uh, with my pick of Saints minus five and a half, the way that you, Nick, reacted to the Chiefs, because this line is even so Michael, wrong. Even though Michael Thomas. This line is so wrong. You have no idea. I don't care that Michael Thomas isn't in. Okay. The Raiders are I'm not a good football team. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. I know, but the Raiders are not a good football team. The Saints are just that good. Drew Brees didn't look great, but the Saints are just that good. They managed to beat a Bucks team. With a very good offense, Mike Evans, I know he was a little bit hurt, didn't get a catch until his touchdown catch late in the game, I believe. Um, yeah, it was the only reception. I, ha- I think it was the only reception. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, they – I don't know. They locked him down. That was it. Um, but the Saints are just too good of a team. They're, they're going to go deep into the playoffs without Michael Thomas or with Michael Thomas. I just think they're just that good. Kamara is going to be able to run circles around that Raiders defense. I mean, um, Vegas, Vegas opened at plus six, and they already got pushed uh, pushed to plus five and a half. Does that half-point movement mean anything? Yeah, I mean, it's, it means that people are taking money on the Raiders, but it's – I don't – I mean, we said in the beginning of the show, we're four young men. I mean, we can – some people can be wrong. We can be we right. We can so. Vegas around here. This Vegas. is actually going to be my lock of the week. Um, Whoa, Saints minus five lock and a half. of the week. Yeah, I, I think that this is a this is going to be a shoe in game. Like the Saints are Oof. going to blow the if you if they beat the Bucks the way they beat the Bucks, they're going to beat the Raiders the way that they should beat the Raiders. Listen, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Raiders have no defense. That's pretty much it. That was pretty short and pretty sweet. Yep, Saints minus five and a half. I like that. So as you said, 
The song uh -oh. makes no sense. Uh-oh. You know, none, none at makes all. no sense, which is why I'm taking the Raiders plus five and a half. <laughs> You're on crack. I don't know. Like, there's no logic behind it. I know it makes no sense whatsoever, but they know something. <laughs> and I, I really – I hate this pick too. Don't, don't get me wrong, but – Gun to my head, I, I'm taking the Raiders plus five and a half, like maybe five point Sam, plus I'm with six. You. Sam, I'm, I'm right there with you. There we go. Nick's gone. You kicked Nick Nick's off the gone. Show, <laughs> which is garbage pick. What? Just what? you wait. Just you wait. What? That's, uh, I, what's your reason, Mano? What's your reason? Just because? I have no reason. Yeah, no, I <laughs> – just cause that's your reason. Kind of just cause, yeah. Like, listen, I agree with I agree with all the points that Stick made, right? Logically, the Saints kicked the shit out of them, right? Why is this at five and a half? Reasons unknown to me, and uh, because there's no I'm Michael take Thomas. The reasons unknown to me, and I'm going to take the Raiders plus. I five think Davenport's question questionable too. I don't know. It, it doesn't make much of a difference to me. I think Emmanuel Sanders is better than any receiver that that Raiders team has, even at his age. Um, speed might not be there, but I think he's the best receiver on the field, both sides of the ball. I don't know. I mean, the only way Vegas keeps us close, they got to put up points. So the over, I don't think it's a bad play either. I mean, Nick's just giving me that look no. like I'm an idiot. But Nick's been giving what, looks what, all night. What are, you, what are you guys thinking? It's like Stick saying he thinks – or who, who who thought the Chargers were going to cover? Stick, you thought the Chargers were going to cover against the Sam team? and I both did. Both of you guys. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, Christmas. Just you wait, okay? It's all right. All right, Um. so before we wrap this up, quickly, go through your picks. Pick one lock. Mine's going to be the Saints minus five and a half. Um, if anybody's ready, just shoot for it. Go ahead. Cardinals minus six and a half. Okay. A FDA approved lock of the week. I don't know if FDA approves locks. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure they do. Food and Drug yeah. Administration. Listen, I, work, I work as in a well, supermarket. Well, apparently I'm on drugs, so. I work <laughs> in a supermarket, okay? I know it. <laughs> she knows a thing or two. No, I'm going to – my lock of the week um, is going to be Minnesota plus two and a half, plus three and a half, whatever it is, money line. Minnesota's going to win the football game against – be minus three, I'll take the Vikings on. Yep. Correct. That is absolutely true. Yep. All right. Finish I'm, locking, I'm locking Chiefs minus eight and a half. Thank right. you. So there you have it. This is week two of Can the... I make two locks? My second lock is going to be the Ravens minus seven. Sorry. Sorry. I was looking two at locks. that one, and I was like, damn, this is a lock. Now, first episode, go big. My Chiefs minus eight and a half. All right. Great work. Any last Sorry. thoughts I had before throw I sign Ravens. this off? If you're not taking the Ravens minus seven, I think you're kind of stupid. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the closing thought, if you don't like Ravens <laughs> minus seven, you're, you're stupid. <laughs> You're right. kind of. I right think. Great way to end kind of. it. I said I think, and I said kind of. Okay. Okay. All right. So, sixteen games this week. Um, obviously. Yep. Every week. Every week there isn't a buy. There's sixteen games. Um, that's usually how it goes. That's correct. All right. But yeah, that wraps this up for us on the Capstone Sports Podcast. Um, my name is Tyler, along with Sam, Nick, and Anthony. Um, Follow our socials. I blasted it in the beginning, but we got Twitter, Caps On Sports, Instagram, Caps On Dot Sports. Check out the website. Um, check out our YouTube. Subscribe. Hit the like button. Comment. Interact with us. Whatever you want to do. 
Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have for today. Um, and we'll see you next week for all week three lines. Yeah, you will. We'll be here. Mm-hmm.